0: Hello.
1: We gonna get this right.
0: Yes, we are. <laughs> right. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I gotta ask you: Do you do you work in the uh in the gentleman's club?
0: I do. Yeah, I dance as well. You do.
1: You do. Mm-hmm. No that? way, I figured that because you got nice, beautiful, long legs.
0: <laughs> and I know
1: you. the men love shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. you yeah. like routines. I'm sorry. Like you do, like a routine on stage. Um, do yeah, you do yeah, talk- we dance
0: on stage and stuff. Yeah.
1: Okay, so so like like what was you, what's your mindset when you get on stage? Like when you see all these guys in here, like what what thoughts go through your head and and everything?
0: Oh, I'm not really worried about them. I just uh, dance and enjoy myself and love the music, and then uh, yeah, and I don't I don't really think about the guys when I'm up there at all. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, not really doing it for them.
1: <laughs> uh, oh no, I feel what you say. You probably hit that zone and be like, you don't even see no, you you don't see nothing but just black. You know, what yeah, I'm saying, I right? just
0: uh, zone out to the music. Yeah, it's just fun. <laughs> yep.
1: So now I haven't been to a strip club, gym club, in God knows how long. So I got to ask, how much does a lap dance go for nowadays? I'm just curious.
0: Um, I mean, regular ones are like 25 bucks, 35, Mm. could be 60, Mm. 140, you know,
1: good. (laughs) Yeah, there's a
0: lot of different prices.
1: Yeah, I remember one time, um, it was this place called Brothers Three, they had the the VIP where you could get for 40. And the girl said she didn't do VIP, right? But I really wanted some VIP, so basically, she just took all my money right there without me even going in VIP would just funny as fuck, yo. I would oh, just <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. So excuse me. Oh oh I'm sorry. We 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 two minutes in. I got to do my introductions and everything, so give me one second. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, how y'all doing out there? Um, this is the Smokers Lounge. I am your wonderful host, Kavanaugh, the sub-champ, aka the porn rap star. You know what it is. If you want to follow me on social media, you want to hear my music, you want to see my porn, all my links.com. Backslash porn rap star. We are sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile. You can interact with other people that got the same kink as you, and even find events in your area where you can get your freak on. We are also a proud member of the GW District um, Black Podcast. Network, so go to shop.gwdistrict.com and go listen to other podcasts like myself. And the beauty of it is, it's black owned podcasts. Oh, yeah! And by the way, they also have a thousand black owned sellers, they have products that you can buy from clothing to books to beauty products. Hey, they even might got something to help you some of you fellas get your dick hard and keep it hard all the time. You feel me? So, and it's black owned. So, go to shop gwdistrict.com Buy black Support black owned So we can build a black economy So we can build generational wealth And this Podcast is on Anchor The best app for anybody That's trying to start their own podcast Show like myself All you got to do is download it on your phone Or go to fm And start podcasting Today So Miss Lady I'm going to shut up Please introduce yourself and tell my listeners who you are.
0: Uh, my name is Jada Silk. I'm an adult entertainer of sixteen years.
1: Sixteen years. Mm-hmm. So, so you a vet? You no rookie with you? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so sixteen years. That means you didn't see the game from. You, you really didn't see a real spectrum of the game and how the game had changed over the years and everything.
0: Yeah, dancing has evolved uh, quite a bit since when I first started. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: No doubt, no doubt. No, no, no. So, how did you end up be getting into being an adult entertainer? What got you in it? What got you started?
0: Um, well, I kind of always wanted to do it, honestly. And uh, I used to, I, was, I would tell my friends obviously that I wanted to do it and I met this girl who worked at a club in town and she was like, well, if you want to do it, like, why don't you come work with me one day and I just uh, ended up loving it. So mm-hmm.
1: so how was that first experience when you went to the club? Because being it that you fun. never did it before. I mean, describe it to me, break it down to me. Tell the viewers. Yeah, it was fun. Um, there was, you know,
0: really nice people working there and lots of fun girls and everybody mm-hmm. was really pretty and nice and um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the outfits are really cool, the shoes are really cool. It's just like all of the things I like uh mm-hmm. wrapped into one and that you get money for it. So it's
1: like Oh. Yeah. So so how was it when you did your first lap dance?
0: Uh, it was cool. It was really cool. Um, I enjoy um, turning people on and getting them excited and uh, kind of, you know, teasing and stuff. So it was. It's just a great fit for my personality.
1: So how do you like judge what customer likes what and like and it, like like for example like. You might have a customer like want you might when he wants to lap dance you just put your ass in his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, one customer might want you to put his tits. One customer might want you to just stand there and just dance and shimmy. Mm-hmm. How do you judge what that what each customer wants from you when it comes to the like a lap dance or personal interaction?
0: I always make sure that we have a discussion beforehand. You know, or like, you know, if we go right in the back, then during you know the dance, like, so what do you like? What do you want me to do? Like, you know, I want it, I want them to feel fulfilled,
1: you know, during mm-hmm. the dance. So, how important is it to create the fantasy for them? Because, like, I'm looking at one of your pictures where you got, like, I guess, um, Mac, uh, God, what was it, Magnificent, uh, God, what's her name?
0: <laughs> oh, Ma- Maleficent, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, yes, I loved it. I I loved that movie. Um, both of them actually. Yeah, awesome. the the original Disney, uh, with Sleeping Beauty, I actually remember seeing that. That it was nice, crazy yeah. how they were able to actually make it look. You know what I'm saying? Close to mm-hmm. the what it was with the movie and everything.
0: I know, right? Yeah, they did a great job.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt. So I see that that you had that on uh on when this that actually was a hot look. Am I even going front? I was. Gave me an idea for some scenes and stuff, anyway. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's you can thank Rock Bundy for that. He picked that out for our scene together.
1: See, Rock Rock is good people. I love Rock. I, I worked with him in the past. He came down and shot with uh, you know, I was working with, and I like him. He's very business oriented, yeah. Yes, that's you what know? I
0: appreciate he, as well, yeah.
1: Yeah, and he has a very thick ass fucking dick. I'm sorry,
0: he does, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's great
1: shoots with that motherfucker that can handle that dude god bless you that man looked like a fucking foster, foster uh, beer can for real <laughs> I was feeling for Tina Tina was taking it she was doing a good job Now I ain't gonna front yeah, she would take it but I was like especially when she wrote it I was like you go girl
0: <laughs> hell yeah
1: so how it, like, like how was it like it was working with him Hot, oh, I, I, awesome. I could tell the scene was very high. So tell me how would, you know how that scene went, you know what I'm saying? And everything.
0: It went great. Um we I was a little bit dominant and aggressive at first, and then I was um also dominant and aggressive during the um scene and it was a nice blow job, nice cum shot. It was
1: it's a very <laughs> it's a
0: very good scene. It's a good one to be Mm -hmm. my first one in, uh, like, six years.
1: Your first one in six years? Oh, okay. I took a hiatus
0: from film and was just dancing.
1: Okay, okay. And what made you, if you don't mind me asking, Mm -hmm. you know, period. Like, before we go in further, any question that you feel is off the record, just say, nah. Next, yeah, yeah so we no good, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so, again, no time mm-hmm. I ever want to make you feel uncomfortable with any question that I ask or any discussion that we have, it's like, yeah, no, right? That's how we work, all right. But that's it. What made you decide to step away? Because, like, with me, I'm retired. Mm-hmm. If I ever shoot again, that's if it would be in special cases, per se, yeah. because it's just I got tired of the hustle and bustle of the business, mm-hmm. so and plus, good things been happening places that made yeah. me kind of step away so what was that made you say you know saying fuck this
0: well I, it wasn't really that I was more like um, just focusing on something else and mm-hmm. traveling wasn't conducive to what I was doing so
1: mm-hmm. okay I see what you're saying yeah
0: so it just didn't make sense to keep shooting at that time but I still I still wanted to uh, continue
1: mm-hmm. at some point so i see like i said um i always talk about on my podcast about branding mm-hmm. the importance of treating this as a business yep, uh more like as a boss what have you mm-hmm. and from looking at, you know saying looking at your profile I've been following you for a minute i see that you make it a point of branding yourself mm-hmm. uh you make it a point of of the sites and create the fantasy can you speak to like your thought process of how you came up with how you were going to brand yourself what type of adult entertainer that you wanted to become and the whole nine even to um, how you mm -hmm.
0: yeah um so i like i always wanted to just be true to who i am and not like try to fit in with some stupid gimmick, which is, like, a lot of, um you know, mainstream porn, like, the, you know, the MILF mother, Maybe. the slutty mom, fucks the stepson, like, et cetera, Maybe. like, all those things just, like, it's, like, the same, and nobody is, like, a, like, I'm not saying nobody's a unique character, but, like, the porn characters they create aren't really, like, unique um yeah. scripts for the for the people so and like and mm-hmm. because I feel like I just don't ever fit into you know any of those type of uh things like I try to be different in a way that I'm just being myself and not really mm-hmm. trying to put on stupid aesthetics and shit like that and like front mm-hmm. for social media like I'm the same way offline, you know, I still mm-hmm. I talk like that and I you know, it's not like and the only the only thing I don't do is promote myself twenty four seven, which is obvious, you know, in my in my in my real life, but online yeah. that's what we have to do. So mm-hmm. and the branding just kind of came with like years of Doing this and losing social media pages and having them deleted and having to start Love over them.
1: and shit like so. This is like my like twenty fifth Twitter page. <laughs> yeah, this is my
0: this is my second one. The first one was deleted at eighteen thousand followers.
1: Like, mm. and then yeah, I,
0: this is like my like eighth me,
1: Instagram. It like with me like with Twitter. I if, as soon as I get to two thousand, I get kicked off Instagram. I can't even get I can't even get out of the the, the double digits. <laughs> this <laughs> is the largest
0: it, I've gotten my Instagram to so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know women they get followers way quicker than men do. So, so does when when you pick, let's say, a guy that you might work with. For a scene. Mm-hmm. let's see if we do that. do you take his following into account, and if you do how much of that into account?
0: um no, I wouldn't say that i i mean if it's gonna be a trade scenario, then definitely because I'm not okay. sharing with somebody with a you mm-hmm. know it, it has to be beneficial for both of us
1: and mm-hmm. but
0: if it's um if I'm being booked or something, then no
1: <laughs> he said if he's paying. I don't give a fuck what your following is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those yeah, days. I totally understand that. Money so,
0: doesn't correlate with the followers online. Mm-hmm.
1: So so you do do content trade?
0: I do not uh currently only select and not mm-hmm. really um not mm-hmm. not
1: free at all. Mm-hmm. Oh no no, I totally understand yeah. that. So when it comes to content trade, what is the criteria that a person must fit for you to say yeah, 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 we can do it.
0: Um, it would depend on what I needed shot because mm-hmm. I mostly am interested in shooting uh femdom, female domination, and mm-hmm. like pegging and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I've been seeing a lot of girls talking about that.
0: Yeah,
1: and and I ain't gonna front that is actually a money making video.
0: Hmm, I enjoy it a lot too.
1: It it and 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 because it was like um and even on the they say the escort side of things, he, yeah you hear about the dudes getting paid. I'm talking about these muscle bound dudes, grown ass men.
0: Oh yeah, spread
1: eagle <laughs> with a woman in between the legs with a dick fucking the shit out of their
0: asses. Yeah,
1: yeah, nice. And you know what I'm saying, hey, to each his own, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so um so do you do like be it that you're a dance with, do you do like private gigs? And if you do, how important are they to your brand as well as money that you generate?
0: Um, well, before COVID I would do like bachelor parties and, and events and stuff like that, but um mm-hmm. it wasn't very often because um I don't know. I just it just doesn't really happen that much. I guess where people mm-hmm. want, you know, a dancer there in this area. Maybe it's like more mm-hmm. popular in California or Vegas, but mm-hmm. not not really in my area, is it? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like people yeah. will have someone they know come. Typically, it's not usually like they're looking for a service to send somebody. Mm-hmm. In
1: now um, I know when, when we talked before you said you do a lot of fetish so I would like for you to speak on the fetish for like what type of fetishes that you do and with fetishes which which fetish do you choose and lean on and why do you lean upon it
0: Um, I like a lot of like I said domination type of things I'm like Mm-hmm. ass worship um force foot stuff foot worship um yeah yeah, yeah. You foot have a jobs lot of and stuff like that yeah, have- yeah. <laughs> everybody really likes the belly fetish too which is yeah. know, new to me um but that's
1: really popular no, actually, actually that is funny that you're doing the belly fetish <laughs> Because normally that'd be reserved for like BBW, so that is kind of intriguing. I I, I kind of find it interesting.
0: Yeah, I, you would think it would only be BBWs, but apparently it's like all sizes um, mm-hmm. with deep belly buttons because that's the point mm-hmm. of it. If mm-hmm. if you have a deep navel, it's not really so much yeah. the size as the uh, navel.
1: Now. The you say you've been in the game six years. What do you think has been the biggest change to the sex worker industry in your opinion, and what constituted to that change in your opinion?
0: Um well, one of the biggest changes was the economy crashing in the mid two thousands. so that was a problem, and that yeah. changed finances quite a bit. And then more recently, obviously um, COVID, but COVID. it didn't really change the game for the worse, in my opinion. It made things nope. a lot easier to make money.
1: Yeah, because because it was fun. I would tell somebody. I said, "You want to know who was eating good? The sex workers were, because <laughs> yeah, was at home. Yeah. And if you had a site, you ate. Yeah, you know, did exactly. the butts with you, you know. Period. Yeah. Um." Because, like I said, it from. I'm actually looking at your profile picture with the money, with the, the glasses. That's cute. <laughs> 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 that's so
0: I, I, I saw that look, as I, a meme. It was pretty funny. So yeah. So that.
1: so it's like so. I see you have a funny personality, what have you, and very engaging personality. How important is personality in your business?
0: I think it's more important than looks, to be honest. Hmm like looks will get you probably booked with the mainstream uh, companies but your personality will definitely make you have a fan base you know
1: yeah yeah because it's like, like
0: when you, you you have to be able to be sociable and likable and engaged i mean of course there's the you know, fuck everybody, I hate you all and everyone still loves them type of people but yeah, those are far and few between. It's more like they appreciate somebody who treats them like mm-hmm. humans and vice versa. So.
1: Yeah, I think that because I've been in the adult film business for going on 20 years mm-hmm. and to me when I look at it, we got away from the storytelling which yeah. kind of helped Ladies show their personalities or what have you, and yeah. creating the fantasy. And I see that you create the fantasy. So, mm-hmm. when you're going through your thought process of creating your videos, your customs, or whatever it is that you're doing, uh-huh. what do you go to? What inspiration do you use? What is your thought process?
0: So, it's actually interesting because when I get an idea for when people send me their idea for the custom or if I have, like I do a group project called um, Chazzy's Angels with Chazzy Amateurs. Yeah, Chazzy, I
1: love Chazzy. Oh, hold on, hold on. I I got to say this.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Chazzy has some of the craziest scenes and I love it, especially when the dude be drinking with the panda. Yeah, he's dancing. Oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> I just love his creativity, yo. But go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: Oh no, you're fine. Yeah, so he he has a whole. He's he's really good with the uh, creative ideas. You're correct. So I will look at the idea and read it, and then like it'll pop into my head. Like um I'll see it happening in my head, and then I'll try to shoot it the way that I saw it in my head. So.
1: No, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's funny. I'm looking at one of your pictures now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm already smelling somebody gonna try to come to your butt to do the, the be Kamala Harris, so be prepared. I'm just telling you, be prepared. <laughs> they, 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 I'm putting it out there in the world now. I'm manifesting somebody put this lady in a role, some fetish with her being Kamala Harris that's because I can see hilarious. that. shit. That shit be hot. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's you know, hilarious, but, but like I said, but. But like I said, so you make it a point to really create that fantasy. I'm sorry, i may interrupt, but continue, no, like like the, the processes and everything. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good. Yeah. So I, it, it's just, it just uh, really is like, um, it's the inspiration just kind of is the idea, and then I just see it in my head when you know, when I think about it enough, like. It just kind of comes to me. I get like an idea from maybe meld- meshing something I've seen before with an idea I've had or, you know, like something creative that I've always wanted to do. I like to be creative, so it's fun.
1: Yes, I definitely see the creativity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so- no doubt. I I really like it. I really like it, for real. I, I Like I said, I would love to do a photo shoot with you one day. Most definitely. Most definitely. Because I know we really can come up with creative stuff. So, now, the other part of it is is when it comes to your sites, Um, like, I'm pretty sure you got OnlyFans. Is there any other sites that you have other than OnlyFans?
0: I, have, I actually have a lot of them because there's not, like, one really that I like the most, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I feel like having more sites helps me with bingo uh, sales. It, it's better for sales for me than trying to promote on
1: one site. See, I be saying that because you have girls that sit there and have two OnlyFans. I be like, you on the same platform? What? What's the purpose?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and there's no internal traffic on OnlyFans either. Yeah,
1: so. see. Thank you. Please. Oh, speak to the internal. Please speak yeah. to my viewers about internal traffic. And and that's I'm gonna why I like up.
0: many vids a lot, because even yes. if you don't get sales, you can use their social platform to boost and promote yourself. So,
1: Yeah, because they don't realize that it's about catching the scragglers. And what I mean by scragglers is the guys, only fans, you're only getting a certain segment of a fan base.
0: Yeah, whoever you promote yourself to, exactly.
1: Yeah, so with mm-hmm. many vids and clips for sale or even Pornhub, yep. you stand a chance of running across people that just surfing. Yes, And that might be the people that you're bringing in the most, yep. you know, period. Uh, they, they might spend the most money, might keep the subscription longer, you yep. know, period. Yep, exactly. So it's kind of like, to me, that kind of make sense, you know, period. Mm-hmm. Um even to the point that I see girls don't even think about X videos or Pornhub because hey they just like YouTube, you know, period. Yeah, you able yep. to get profit sharing. So and um so within your time in the business, like what's some, what companies have you worked for, you know, producers, talent or what have you? And from your experience what the one thing you have learned about this business the most that you will take with you until you are done?
0: Well, um, I'm, I would say that what I learned the most is that nobody really has your back but yourself mm-hmm. in the industry. Mm-hmm um in regards to like safety and getting what you deserve and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and probably just be authentic so that way you're not mm-hmm. trying to force some character um every day of your life to make fans mm-hmm.
1: online it is so true because it's like a lot of times people don't realize is that it's how you start the business is how you finish the business. Yeah. You know, period. and I also see that you're a lady that understands how to evolve with the time. And I see a lot of females don't understand how to do that. How are you able to accomplish that with other females or not?
0: Um, I think it's because I'm, I'm pretty uh, tech savvy (laughs) And I'm pretty good with staying up to date with changing, you know, and stuff like that. Like, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, operating systems change constantly, devices change constantly. Like, I'm just used to change. So when, especially this is all internet and computer based, so I'm not surprised that it's (laughs) evolving.
1: Oh, yeah, because you always stay evolving. I remember a time, I'll tell someone, I remember a time where you, you had to go to North American Video to see porn. <laughs> and see, only a person in my age bracket know what I'm talking about when I say North American Video. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's behind the black curtain. You know, I remember a time it was magazines and and and, and what, what was it? Uh, black Tales and Players and all that. Yeah. Um. Now, One of the things I also discuss on my um, podcast is the misconceptions that people have about sex workers all the Mm -hmm. time. Like a lot of times, they think you ladies are single. They think you ladies don't have jobs, kids, this, that, and the third. Please speak to the misconceptions you know upon that that fans may have upon you because you do this business. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: they definitely. I will say that it's not really so much the porn fans as it is the guys in the strip club because the porn (laughs) fans interact with us on a real level more than -hmm. the guys in the strip club, I feel. And they are kind of like, oh, well, like, so what's your real job? Like, and what, or like, oh, so you're doing this for side money, or like, or you must be broke because you're dancing. Like, Those are this. It just doesn't make any sense because that's like saying you you must be broke because you fucking work every day nine to five or fucking like five to fucking six in the at night. Like that doesn't make any sense, you know. Like oh, you must be broke because you work. No, we all fucking work because we have to, asshole. Like, and then people being like, oh, well, you guys can't hold down relationships, like. Is hilarious because the most oh God, solidly stable thing. relationships around around me are all sex workers and their significant <laughs> others, and nobody holds down a significant other like someone who's dating a sex
1: worker and and, yeah, and accepts them. Because for who they, they have they are. to be very secure. I mean, I done filmed in front of husbands who worked the fucking camera. Yep. I was it was sitting there and be like, Yo, man, I'm not even gonna front. You fucked the shit out of her, dude. I, yeah. You fucked, man. I'm going to fuck shy if you leave, though. But you fucked the shit out of <laughs> her. I actually had a dude tell me that his wife called my name out when they had sex after we shot. I'm sitting there looking at him like, why are you telling me this? I, I don't want to know. <laughs> what? Like, can oh, okay. Are you okay with this thing? <laughs> You're making me feel uncomfortable, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because I, you, cause you, cause you kind of want to keep it professional as much as possible. Of course, yeah. You know, period. And everything. Because to me, you got to keep personal separate from business. I agree. I yeah. One time I said, that I feel time should not sleep off camera. You know, period. And someone looked at me crazy or what happened. I was like, yeah, because sometimes, some people can't necessarily handle it. Yeah. I don't have of ladies that dealt with that. You know what I'm saying? Period. Shit, hell, even in the strip club, you might have, you know, that customer. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever experienced anything of that nature before?
0: Um, customers do get attached very easily, some of them. Um they will and and they exhibit their jealousy, you know, type of <laughs> signs. And it's like Aren't you married? You know, and like, do you, you really mind? have a right to be jealous? So
1: I don't know. They think that sex workers
0: aren't people too, and it's weird because that's like saying, "Well, bank tellers are fucking all money counting robots." Like,
1: it just oh doesn't. God. It's not
0: logical. No, it's the not. way they no, think. It's not.
1: You know? No, but the number one question I get: What's difference between fucking? the girl on camera fucking my wife, I said, dude, simple, that's my wife.
0: Yeah, exactly, that's
1: right. I mean, they they expect this because we ha- we have a sense with everybody that we supposed to feel the same way when we have sex with people. They don't understand. Yeah. It's, when I'm on camera, I'm on camera. When I'm off camera, I'm off camera. So, you know what I'm saying, like, please, like, explain Jada on camera and Miss Lady off camera.
0: The the difference, yeah. Um, on camera, I am. I mean, I, I guess if I'm doing like a custom or I'm playing a role, um, mm-hmm. I like to add that element of um, acting or whatever you know, and mm-hmm. like into that. But I kind of like to have sex the same way that I do in real life on camera.
1: Yeah,
0: You know, it's obviously not with the same person so things might be a little different like, you know, more kissing at home or whatever, but Mm -hmm. yeah, Um, and like personality-wise, I'm actually way more reserved and quiet and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: not really prone to be talking a lot.
1: (laughs) So, when you work with male talent, because I, 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 I said this in another interview I say it's called Pre-Care what are the things that male talent can do to help relax you make you feel more comfortable feel good about working with him and doing that scene
0: uh, definitely being 100% professional um, and acting like we're there to do business and get things done and we're about to make something look cool and like, yeah, just, I don't want any, like, weird, like, oh, I'm about to fuck the shit out of you type stuff. Like, that's, <laughs> like, totally going to kill it for
1: me. I'll be, like, ready to go and leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are a little too excited, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Like, this seems too personal for you, so I'm all set.
1: You, you, you might fall in love after this. You might be stalking me. You got to go. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, not even so much that, just as I'll feel uncomfortable during yeah. the scene, you know, like
1: yeah, because the more comfortable you are, the better you work, the better the scene will come out.
0: Yeah, exactly. you know,
1: per, per, per why? When a lot of male talents they're trying to break the business, tell me, I I give them that information. I said, you have to make her feel comfortable. The more comfortable that she is, the the more she'll give you on camera.
0: Yeah, and sometimes that's completely leaving me alone and just saying, hello, my name is so-and-so. I'll see you yeah. when I'm ready, ready to shoot and not even yeah. talking to me again. You know, like, just because yeah. it's just, I don't know. Like Just like you said, Rock is extremely professional. If every male talent would act like he does, then it would be all set. I would have no problem shooting with a lot more people, but he, they're just not professional. And you can tell in the way that they... In their candor and the way they carry business, like on the DMs or through text messages, yeah,
1: because yeah. yeah, it, it, to me, it's it's one thing to say things and give a compliment. For, it, it, it's another thing to where you just you thirsty, in the motherfucker. She just hit your yes. ass in the with, with with a pitcher of water, motherfucker. You thirsty? You and know, we can tell
0: like instantly. Yeah, we do this for a living. You know, we can definitely tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: See so you can forget me um, we 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 don't get it. Yeah, it, it, we need Y'all, y'all, we we still trying to evolve. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> no doubt. So so w- for listening to your voice. Hmm, you sound very very intelligent, very well spoken for what I understand. So what is your background, if you don't mind me asking?
0: Um
1: my uh
0: like ethnicity or
1: no, no, not ethnicity, like you know, like before you got the point, what was you doing? Was you trying to go to school?, um, oh, I did
0: go to college, um I was in there for graphic design and mm-hmm. I don't know just the school that I went to was not really tech savvy so I thought it was a stupid program so I dropped out (laughs) and then I did like a bunch of programs and stuff like that and I was doing graphic design freelance and like social media marketing for companies in my area and stuff like that and um I just really always like sex work the most, though it's the most comfortable for me. So, and like as as much as I could have probably done something uh, that other people would deem mm-hmm. appropriate,
1: you know, this is
0: yeah.
1: so what draws you to sex work, work? To me? See, what draws you to sex work? You t- because with me, what got me. To doing it was because I was intrigued by it, and then once I got in it and learned it, I fell in love with it. So, what yeah. was it that drawed you to sex work?
0: Um, I really like. I just really like the um, dynamic of the, like, like the the customer. Uh, relationship with with us like I don't know it's like a unique type of understanding that if the rest of the world could pick up on that like the government and shit then maybe <laughs> there wouldn't be like so much bullshit going on because it's like an extremely professional friendship that just flows effortlessly when both people are in sync so yeah, I don't know I just really uh, I admire that and the way that people who really accept us and stand up for us really Mm. fight for us and, like, Mm -hmm. how sex workers are, like, well, it didn't used to be a community, to be honest, at all. Mm -hmm. Not back in the day. It was very, cutthroat (laughs) and out for yourself, you know? But now it's, like, a a community, so I really like it a lot.
1: Yeah, because, I mean... It it's sex work is becoming more normalized. I yeah. I was I, I did a episode discussing that on um, the Smokers Lounge that it people don't bat an eye at it no more. Yeah, yeah, you know I remember a time where if you said it, you get the Bible thrown at you. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep, you know, yep. But now this is the one question I gotta ask: mm-hmm. the rate of filming of making content. Because Mm -hmm. with me, I noticed back in the day, girls didn't do as much filming as compared to today. So have you noticed that? And how do you keep up with the demand as it becomes greater and more? So...
0: Yeah, I know. I know, right? Because back in the day, if you put out, like, fucking one scene a month, you were super stellar, and now it's like people are putting out content every day and it's realistic for some people who are um, in their house or apartment um, filming all day long with no nothing else to do no distractions or whatever no children or anything like that because I used to do it all the time I would sit there and Mm -hmm. take pictures in my 20s in my bedroom out with my friends all day long doing nothing else and put them online. And that's just not feasible anymore for some people. So I think it's important to go at your own pace and make sure that your fans understand what your pace is as well. Telling mm-hmm. them you're going to put out content every day and then not doing it is stupid. Telling them that you're going to put out content a couple times a month and you'll tease them in between, interact with them in between, Skype shows, etc. cetera, then that's, you know, like that's one way to do it too like I just I just don't tell and I just do not promise that I'm going to be you know churning out this machine like content because a it won't be good and it won't be creative and I won't like it so
1: so you're more for quality than the quantity
0: yeah exactly. yeah I've always tried to have like, like even back in the day, I always tried to have the best camera or like stuff like that, you know, cell phone camera to make sure that everything looked smooth and as professional as possible for an yeah. amateur, you know yeah,
1: because I't go front, I can't stand a cell phone. I hate it, because I'm old school because yeah. I, I started in 2006. It got to be a camera for me, but even if I had a cell phone, it kills me when they ain't got the light. And I mean, it could be as simple as if you ain't got professional lights, just take the shade off. Yes, the damn yeah. lamp. Stand next to it, the sun right Yeah, you know, okay. She's sitting there holding. It. You seeing half of her? <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I feel you. There is definitely like a uh, a ton of that um, mm. also. <laughs> It's kind of that you know, kind of porn.
1: <laughs> yes, it's it's just it's kind of garbage because I said something. I, I always say this. I said it used to be a time where the pros dictated how people shot. Now yeah. the people dictate how the pros shoot. Yeah, you know, exactly. So I, I hear you yawning over there. I know I you I'm sorry, yawning I over there. Then <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Nah, I'm, I, <laughs> I just got I just put out a blunt, but damn, self while we're doing this with you, so. <laughs> you know, period. I, shit, hey, that, it, hey, that way it's called the smokers lounge. Smoke yep, this over yep, podcast. Yep. I give you something to smoke over. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Whether it's porn, whether it's politics or what have you, you know, period. Yep. So the last thing I'm gonna ask you, and then we're gonna wrap this up. I know you gotta go to sleep, I gotta go to work, is um with you when you look at what you've been doing, what do you have going on and what brand are you doing this outside of the sex work?
0: Um so outside of sex work I mm-hmm. am in school to be an aquarist. Oh that's because I just I love the ocean and I love uh um aquatic mammals and you know all kinds of fish and shit like that, so mm-hmm. I'm just doing that because it's cool, and I know I can make money on it at some point if I wanted to. True that. And, and like, you know, I don't know, it just seemed like something that I really cared about, so it was something I was interested in learning because I'm not really interested in learning anything that I don't give a shit about.
1: So. See? <laughs> See that's what I'm talking about. See, people understand we might be sex workers, content creators, porn stars because it seems like nobody wants to be a porn star no damn more. I know. But we are people. I mean, we are people. See? she yeah. she plans to work with sea animals. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I have work-
0: a family, and you know, I
1: you know yeah, take see, care of my she pets, has and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see see we are, <laughs> yeah, we are people too. we are people too. Because it, it's just amazing how, how people do. But I'm glad that people are starting to come around to see that we are people too. And they're giving us that respect now a I little agree.
0: bit. Yeah. You know yep. They can and, see it starting, yeah.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So um tell everybody where can they find Jada Silk?
0: I am always at com. All my links are right there.
1: See. And also, do you want to get the plug where club they can come see you at? If you got any uh, planned a to tour or anything like that, here's your moment. Tell them. I Tell am
0: them. at a Club Desire in Rhode Island and um, Day Shift. And I am currently taking uh, select bookings in my area and, you know, some for travel, depending on what it is.
1: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, most definitely. So, I definitely would love to have you back on the show and we maybe discuss a topic or something. Yeah, definitely. Or what have you, most definitely. Um, After I shut this down, I'll probably uh, give you a holler after this. Let okay. you know what's going down, with this episode is going to drop and everything. And I want to say thank you. And I am so honored and blessed to have had you on the Smoke This Over... Uh, on, excuse me, on the um, Smokers Lounge. God bless you. Thank you. You just made my day. I hope to one day get to do an episode with me and you in the same place.
0: Yes, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I mean, I hope thank you, you for you having me so much.
1: And maybe create some... Great content with you one day. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? The future is
0: wide open.
1: <laughs> no doubt. So let me send this shit off. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Smoke that over. Y'all have a good day. Peace. Take care, Miss Lady.
0: Take care.